Hello everybody and welcome to another Radio Relux where apparently Season 9 just refuses to be over. We're back today for one last episode before the start of the new season at the behest of Radio Sega as they celebrate the arrival of the Mega Drive Mini 2 with a music and live show marathon. Much like they did in 2019 with the original Mega Drive Mini. And hey, if you ask me, I'm more than happy to oblige generally, but... We end up in a bit of an odd situation with me as a part of this, because, to be totally honest, as I've stated before, I never grew up with any Sega consoles bar getting a Game Gear for Christmas in 1994, I think. So I don't exactly have much in the way of stories about how important the Mega Drive, or Genesis if you're weird like that, was to me. Plus, this might be a bit controversial, I don't think much of the mini console craze. It's just, well, let's put it this way. It's a good way to sell your childhood back to you in expensive collectible chunks, I suppose, and refresh various copyrights at the same time. But just because I didn't grow up with Mega Drive, it doesn't mean I don't have a great respect for the creativity that went into it and the entertainment it provided. You don't need to live something to have a distinct appreciation of it. A reminder to those of you younger than I and from other lands that during the console wars, the UK was very much a Sega territory. There was no escaping it. Growing up in the late 80s and early 90s, my life was shaped by the fantastic world, the atmosphere, and even the lifestyle presented by Sega and Nintendo and Atari and Amiga and the rest. Its culture, video game culture, permeated my wider life just as much as it was shaped by school, my teachers, my parents and wider family, as much as your early friends, memories of whom have long since faded. It shaped me and others as much as it was shaped by the triumphs and failures of our favourite football teams or by the stories and the pages of books and comics we read, or the programme on television. That brings me to the theme of today's show. Because, much like video games, we've all grown up with animation. No matter how old we are, we can all remember a moment in a cartoon, an animated film, short or series, be it Western animation or under the greater anime umbrella, that stayed with us as we have grown up. Much like video games, animation has the ability to conjure great fantastical worlds. It can inspire great creativity. It can teach and communicate messages to children like no other medium can. It can leave you shocked, scared, spellbound, crying tears of happiness, of anger, of pain, or of sadness. It can be beautiful, and it can be poignant. And that's important, because it's through emotion that we often learn our biggest lessons. Which is why it's astounding to me that animation has come under such attack in recent weeks, with the cancellation of all manner of projects thanks to Warner Brothers, Discovery, HBO Max, Netflix and more. In the former case, you've had shows pulled in their entirety off streaming services, if they've even seen the light of day, and effectively vaulted forever as a tax write-off, leaving piracy, in an age with diminishing physical media, 
as the only option to watch the shows ever again. This rampant disassembly of the industry to save some dollars is specifically targeted to make companies more profitable and more valuable. Funnily enough, the sycophantic suits with their silver spoons, Harvard Business School degrees and their share options would ultimately be the ones to benefit from that. Well, isn't that a coinkydink? While they are busy arranging their clandestine appointments to bang their secretary, or is it accountants in this scenario, um, the creators around the world, showrunners, writers, editors, animators, voice actors, are left out in the cold. Projects they have been developing for months, years, and in some cases their entire professional lives, taken from them in the blink of an eye because some white conservative guy, and you know it is just by how many of the early shows given the chop were the ones seen it anyway as progressive, they don't get it, or they don't see value in it. Probably just because Space Jam 2 didn't do so well. Oh, come on now. Point on this discount Blu-ray where Bugs Bunny hurt you. How can you not find value in animation? Where would we be without the likes of Chuck Jones and Tex Avery, William Hanna and Joseph Barbera, Disney, Miyazaki, Matt Groening, Matt Stone, Trey Parker, even stop-motion kings like Ray Harryhausen and Nick Park? Animation can be any genre, yet even though the work isn't real, It can arguably make you feel more simply because if you are immersed in what is usually a bright technicolor world, when things go sideways, when things get darker, the contrast is that much more. The pitches are faster, the highs are higher, and the hits oh so harder. It's a son pushing against his far too still father and begging him to get up so they can go home. It's gaining the confidence to take a leap of faith, a literal leap of faith, as your entire world turns upside down, and the ground becomes the sky. Or choosing to believe what could be the last in your family. Choosing inaction over action, raising your hands and just saying, I trust you. It's being blindsided by a loyal friend, waiting and waiting and waiting, and never seeing that person again. It's a young girl opening her hand to find a message from someone telling her they love her when she can no longer remember them. And the gut punch of seeing too kind an old soldier grieve on top of a hill for the son he'd lost, and knowing that at the same time we too grieve for the man that brought him to life. Memories like that are always there. Would Batman be as big a franchise as it is without the original animated series? And the impact it had on viewers who would in turn become creators themselves? How many anime fans, when they see the rain and hear it, how many of them think about waiting for a bus with Totoro? It can even be something quite small. Looney Tunes back in action is far from being a good feature film, yet when people ask me for my favourite animated moments, I always cite it. It's not the end chase sequence through various paintings and art styles, which is a legitimate masterpiece of animation and worth purchasing the film just to see. It's 
actually a small character moment where Daffy Duck addresses Bugs Bunny after over 50 years of playing second fiddle and says how he's tried and tried and tried yet Bugs can just chew a carrot lazily say what's up doc and he's the star the comedy icon without any effort at all and how is that fair and it's not angry Daffy as we've seen before half a century of frustration poured out in a quick throwaway exchange he's not just melancholy it's worse in his honesty he's defeated and Bugs Bunny the king of the comeback quip goes to say something and finds he can't and it's just left in silence a brief silence as it fades to black but silence there is always value in animation even if that isn't always monetary bringing things back to you know the radio show animation is also linked strongly to music think a Haas video for take on me heck I could have just said the word Fantasia and proved my point immediately but everyone has seen Tom and Jerry bringing Hungarian Rhapsody number two to life in the cat concerto Americans wouldn't have schoolhouse rock telling them about the magic of the number three or explaining how law works if I'm just a bill without it. So given this, and that there's a lot of video game tie-ins related to animated properties, can I put together a collection of music relating to animation for this show? Yes. Given the marathon that's going on, how about... Tying that down still further to tracks that appeared on the Sega Mega Drive. Eh, no problem. Okay, okay. How about this? Given that it's October and the Halloween season, can I put together a show that focuses on Mega Drive tracks only from animation tie-ins and that also have a spooky feel to them killing not one or two but three birds with one musical stone guys come on it's me
you were just listening to from Tiny Toon Adventures Buster's Hidden Treasure, the track Caverns. And at the beginning there, I mean, I, I literally just discussed him. So it made sense to have some Daffy Duck. Daffy Duck in Hollywood. And that was stage two, the Duxorcist. From there, let's go on to some Hanna-Barbera and the spooky cartoon. I'm, of course, talking about Scooby-Doo. This is from the game Scooby-Doo Mystery. And it's the track Blake's Hotel. Hmm, don't think that's any relation to Dusk, but you never know.
Scooby-Doo Mystery, Blake's Hotel, first up there. And did you figure out what that last one was at all? You might, it, without even playing it, you might have actually been able to do so. There's, there was enough hints in the notes there. It was from the Animaniacs game. It was the final boss theme from that. We've been sort of sticking around the standard fare, the the classic cartoon series uh, in terms of you know, Hanna Barbera and and uh, Warner Brothers and everything else. Um, let's move away from that if we can. Now let's see if what we can do. Mm, well, um, well, this is the thing. You see, we've actually got quite a lot to choose from. Yeah. Which is just as well because <laughs> being Mega Drive, being Mega Drive titles, a lot of the tracks are very small. How about we uh, move on to Disney now? Yeah, let's do that. So uh, up first, we've got uh, Gargoyles, the uh, tie-in game to that classic. Disney, well, I want to say Disney Afternoon. I mean, everyone says Disney Afternoon. Really, it was the classic Disney Saturday morning after other things that you may watch cartoon. Gargoyle's <laughs> uh, actually getting a, a really nice run of um, really nice run of toys at the minute, a really nice run of action figures, collectibles, I think from NECA uh, beautiful beautifully packaged, beautifully made, uh, if you're a Gargoyles fan have a look out for them, but you'll need a big wallet which may not be possible at the moment, so we'll have Gargoyles first uh, and I believe that <laughs> I believe that everywhere I've looked for this uh, it's proceeded to give me something which uh, doesn't have any details. So, oh, so it's, it's Gargoyles. It's Track Ten, that famous level from the Gargoyles game. Track Ten. After which, we're going to move from the uh, TV land on to the wonders of cinema uh, with Aladdin. So that's your next two tracks, and then, hmm, then we'll start moving away from that into some more. Uh, more contemporary animations, perhaps, as opposed to as opposed to the the classics. But um, oh no, actually, before we do that, there's a little test I want to do. Anyway, I'll, I'll I'll get back to you on that one. First up, though, here's gargoyles. we 
iTunes, Spotify, and Radio Sega. You're listening to Radio Redux. Arabian nights, like Arabian days. More often than not, are hotter than hearts in a lot of good ways. Yes, not much of a surprise as to where that particular track got its uh, influence from. But you may have noticed that it was actually uh, a little bit more... A little bit more downcast, a little bit heavier, a bit more menacing. Because that was actually the track for the Sultan's Dungeon level. So it wasn't as, you know, bombastic as the uh, typical uh, introductory version of Arabian Nights from the film. Or indeed the axed version. Anyway, so uh, I wanted to do a little bit of a test because we've got plenty of time on this show. We really do. Not even halfway through the slot yet. This is how short these tra- <laughs> these tracks are. I'm, li- I'm looking at my little uh, my little screen in uh, Sony Vegas as we as we move along. And we're about to hit thirty minutes in. Wow, fantastic! Well, I hope there's enough to get me through to the end of this show. <laughs> Ugh, can I get, can I make a show out of it? Well, yes, but it really depends upon how big the tracks are. Because you know what these these, tra- these game tracks are like? Like I say, they're very small and they loop a lot and yeah. Anyway, um, happy 30 minutes everybody. Dong. Um, so I wanted to do a test, I did mention this. And we had Daffy right at the beginning. Uh, we're going to have Bugs now. We're going to have Bugs Bunny and Double Trouble. But I'm going to play you two tracks from that back to back. Because sometimes, sometimes, it's actually kind of difficult to tell if you're looking for, you know, a spooky, or in other words, slightly menacing track. Sometimes, even the ones that's supposed to be that old spooky and you know, horrible for dungeons and sewers and ghostly places. Sometimes there's a track that you listen to and you go actually does, does that does that suit the job better than the one they've used? I want to do a test with you guys. So we're going to play two tracks from A Bugs Bunny in Double Trouble back to back. One of these, actually, I'm not going to give you any mystery. The first one is from The Haunted House. The second is from The Space Level. And I think that The Space Level one might actually be more spooky. At least overall. I don't know. I I hand over to the uh, more serious and uh, learned judgment of the uh, Radio Redux audience on Radio Sega and uh, elsewhere, please let me know. Which one do you think? We'll have, so started off with, we started with the, with the haunt, I don't know what the actual bloody levels are, really. all I know is the file damage, it's, it's bug haunted, which kind of narrows it down a little bit, and then bug space. Great. Fantastic. Anyway. Haunted, haunted house, or haunted area first, then we'll go into space. You, you check this out and see what you think. 
Your blast processing all weekend long with a Mega Drive Mini Marathon 2. Only on Radio Sega. Mm, yes, thank you, Grateful. Anyway, um, those were, though, like I said, the two tracks from Bugs Bunny in Double Trouble. Um, slight correction, uh, the first track was actually Bug Haunt. Not Bug Haunted or whatever it was. But honestly, honestly I think the, the, the space one is probably, uh, probably just as creepy and unnerving and obviously they're both kind of still kind of bouncy and everything it's a bugs bunny game for god's sake um we are well we're rapidly gonna run out of time it's amazing isn't it you 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 struggle for ages sometimes to do these sort of shows and then all of a sudden you realize oh i've got to get x many things in and i've got 20 minutes left to do it um well yeah, well, never mind. Um, I have actually ended up with more tracks than I'll need, so it, we're going to cast the net wider now, like I mentioned previously, um, with an interesting selection. First up, we're heading over to the world of Nickelodeon and their Ah! Real Monsters series. Do you guys remember that? I honestly do not, but uh, other than the name. But we've got um, what I believe is Dump 1 slash Dump 5 from... Uh, our real monsters coming up next after which we've got the introductory uh, stage music to the toxic crusaders game Uh, that was specifically based off of the uh, toxic crusaders cartoon which of course is obviously you know based off of a comic but uh that in particular was based off of the tv series and lastly we have uh our one and only visit to the land of the simpsons and bearing in mind that the Simpsons had things like Bart's Nightmare and Krusty's Funhouse and the Itchy and Scratchy game, we're actually going to have Bart versus the Space Mutants, and it's the music from the Springfield Nuclear Plant level. So those are your next three tracks, after which, um, hey, I've got a few more interesting ones I can uh, play for you. I'll give you a quick update of where we are with Season 10.
For 15 years, bringing you the best in video game music. This is Radio Redux. Bart versus the Space Mutants there with Springfield Nuclear Power Plant. We are going to uh, wrap things up here with our last batch of tracks, three tracks in fact, uh, with a uh, degree of callback to some of the stuff that we've previously been listening to across this marvellous weekend. Yes, I hope you've been enjoying the uh, Mega Drive Marathon 2. Have you? Enter the little competition they've been doing. We haven't done the key phrase during this show, but I hope you've been keeping an ear out for it. 
Win yourself a prize. Go on, do it. Rexy's up next. If you're listening to this live on Radio Sega as it goes out, she's bound to say something. You know she is. She can't help herself. Getting you into trouble, making you listen hard. Oh, you know that you know what she's like. She'll sneak it in there somewhere. Don't turn away! Don't turn away from your headphones or your speaker for an instant. Don't pick up your phone if somebody rings. Somebody's yelling at you downstairs. Tell them to be quiet because you need to listen in. It's up to you. She might whisper it. Whisper it. So quietly. Or she might just randomly pause a track and then say it. You never know. You've got to listen to the entirety of Sega Mixer Drive as it comes up next. Anyway, the next time you and I will speak uh, will probably be nearer Winterfest. Uh, Radio Redux is <laughs> supposed to be off. Supposed to be off on a very, very long season break before we head into season 10. And I've got some surprises for you in season 10. Oh, yes, indeed. A few changes here and there. A few things after 10 seasons. Or heading into the 10th season, I should say. Need a little bit of an update. A little bit of love and attention spread over Radio Redux's bready slice that makes up the sandwich that is the show. With me as the tasty if slightly off <laughs> off filling um whatever the case uh, look out for that uh it won't be like a big winterfest panto type show i i, I can't it I, I need to cut down basically on what i'm doing it we've got to that point again where i'm just doing too much so um look out for uh, potentially a special a special show that isn't Radio Redux that I will still be hosting. I don't know. It's, it's, uh, it's up in the air. It's up in the air. But if people don't return from the beyond, because apparently they've disappeared there, um, it might be the case. It might be the case that uh, yours truly might take over that show, that special show, as we hit to the end of the year. There's also other, other things to listen out for with LMC. Um, there's the uh, we, we, we're making a lo-fi album. Um, actually, let me rephrase that. We've made a lo-fi album. It's coming soon. When I have time to finish it off, it's there. We have the tracks. We have everything. It's just it's just getting things in order and be having some money so I can actually put things up onto services. But it's heading to Spotify. And it's heading to iTunes. It's heading everywhere. Special, special LMC lo-fi album for celebrate 10 years of us streaming on Twitch. If you haven't, if you don't follow us on Twitch, head over there now. Drop us a follow. Twitch.tv forward slash last minute continue. I'm sure you can decode what I just said. Anyway, um, but yes, streaming on there every Tuesday and Sunday and other days when people aren't, when, when people are bored. You know, so, so check us out. We're doing all kinds of stuff. Um, for now, though, I leave you with a trio of tracks, okay? So, we um, had a space level earlier, but how about a space game? Uh, it, Tasmania in itself is a fantastic title, as I'm sure you know, but there is also Taz in Escape from Mars, and there is, within that, a level called The Haunted Castle. And there's a section of that called The Dungeon. So that's coming up next. After which, here's a random 
karting series from the beyond for you the pirates of dark water do you remember that i've actually got that on dvd i've never played it i managed to get it from america because it was region zero. Oh yeah i need to, need to check that at some point and since we started with a game where a uh, character goes to hollywood we're gonna end it in such a fashion as well we had daffy duck we're gonna finish with the pink panther with pink goes to hollywood with polter pink pinkenstein there's a comma in there somewhere. Um, and we're going to finish with that. The Pirates of Dark Water is like Cavern 2 brackets 1 or something. The, the, the YouTube video I got this from has time indexes and they are all over the freaking place. And I've actually got no idea what it is. That's how, that's how bad it was. It's like starts with like 50, uh, 54 minutes, goes to 27 minutes, and then other, and then other stuff. It's, it's an just absolute mess. No one's bothered to actually organize it. So who knows? It's all broken. But uh, Taz and Escape from Mars, Haunted Castle, and Brackets Dungeon, The Pirates of Dark Water, Citadel Part 2, I think. Um, and then Pink Goes to Hollywood, Polter Pink, comma, Pinkenstein. Those are your final tracks as we wrap up today's show. Have a very good rest of the marathon. Radio X will be back sooner than you think, probably, or maybe not. Check out Rexy next. That's all for me for now. I've been Kevin. This has been Radio Redux. Bye for now. <laughs>